What up? What up? It is the fourth quarter podcast episode. Cinco. Five. Five. We're in a multilingual yeah. space here in LA. It's Los Angeles, right? Yeah. We're trying to, you know, search out a, a vast crowd. Yeah. Coda, my man. What's up? Looking good. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a bit of a hectic week. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it sounds like your week's been kind of crazy too. So just, just that time of year. All over the place. Yeah. Taking in the different parts of this yeah. beautiful city. Getting that bag, you know? Yeah, that's or right. trying to get that bag. That's right. Yeah. So I can buy warmer clothes for all these freaking cold <laughs> so days. So cold. Anyone who is not from LA probably thinks we're just a bunch of wussies. But Absolutely. it genuinely is like cold. It is. Yeah, it's like 41 at night. And which we're is spoiled. Like, yeah, yeah, that's cold. But we're weak There's now. a chill. I see my breath in the air. That's right. Yeah. And that's what counts, I think. Exactly. You see your breath too cold yeah yeah which i guess is uh you know why we're here in this warm little box during yeah. our recording this is nice like little both cuddling for warmth and yeah. talking sports <laughs> i love it the fourth quarter podcast coda uh this isn't beer and buddy banter today triple b we've got a, a spin drift and a hop water we're uh you know maybe we've gotten past january you know yeah. we're just kind of trying to mix <laughs> things up it is february month two of our pod uh just picking up steam yeah, we made it yeah yeah we're a real deal now no there's some energy behind it yeah. we get good feedback bring have, in new guests yeah. today. i was gonna say new guests and potentially in-person guests in wow. the future wow maybe a little bit of a i like you that. know preview i like that. yeah this is exciting super exciting well you know what wasn't exciting coda mm-hmm we're going to have a, a, a discussion of two of the goats right the greatest of all time today yep I've got some beef with uh, with one of them, uh, who's who's now uh, an ex player, Tom yeah. freaking Brady. Literally under a week from us making bold predictions about where he's gonna go, says, "Got my feet in the sand, and that's where they're staying. I'm done. It up. I'm done with football. Yeah. I don't care about the fourth quarter podcast <laughs> and that they were trying to get ahead of everyone else. Yeah, who we were trying to do Lame. a special thing. Lame. And he really shafted us. You know, it, he he's done all right. He's done all right yeah. in his career. It's a I, decent career. I'd I'll say. respect him. Yeah. Um, let's let's talk about his career, Kyle. Right. Yeah, hit me. With all due respect uh, to Tom Brady, he is indeed the goat. There, it's not close. I don't see anybody catching him truly uh, as a forty-five-year-old player. I think a lot of people are gonna probably wrap it up quite a bit earlier than that, especially right. with the way that football is going. But in his uh, twenty-three seasons, Tom Brady, get this, ranks first all-time in attempts. Completions, regular season and postseason passing yards, regular season and postseason touchdowns, games started, regular season and postseason wins, Super Bowl appearances, Super Bowl wins, Pro Bowl appearances, Super Bowl MVP awards, postseason game-winning drives, and postseason fourth-quarter comebacks. I'm not sure there are any other categories as a player, let alone a football player, that like are interesting. Those are video game numbers. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And and I will say he's a seven-time Super Bowl winner. Yep. The next closest player is five. The next closest quarterback is four. Uh, and you know the current, currently considered best quarterback out there, Pat Mahomes has one, <laughs> and he's maybe going to get two yeah. this year. I mean, you even to tie, you're thinking Pat Mahomes getting six the rest of his career is. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You're like, all right, brother, good luck. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. What would you say is kind of the, the memory that most sinks in with you with Tom Brady as you look back at his career? I don't know if it's a, as much a memory as much as just like, because when I was growing up 
in like middle school and high school, mm. it's less of a memory and more of like this just knowledge that Tom Brady runs the league. Yeah. You know? Right. And I hated him. <laughs> I hated Tom Brady. Hated everything about him. Only because he was so good. Yeah. So it's not even really a memory. It's just this knowledge that like growing up, it was just like, it's Tom Brady's league. Yeah. I just expected him in the Super Bowl. I hated it. I wanted him to lose so bad. Never lost. Never. Um, I mean, if there's one memory, be, you know, 28-3, come back. I think yeah. that's obviously hard to beat. And what a, like, insane thing to do. Completely counted out of that game. Yeah. Ridiculous. That's probably, I think, for most people, the memory that sticks out. But it's more just the knowledge that it was like, this guy runs the league. Yeah. No one's gonna do it the same way he did it i think there were like literally if you were to take like a map a heat map of fans that hate tom brady and fans that love tom brady there'd be like four states <laughs> that like enjoyed tom brady yeah. and like vehement hatred in yeah. the other 46 and i'm well, like that is that's something you gotta yeah. be pretty good to feel that i don't know if you saw this i saw this on instagram today um can't remember who the teams were but he doesn't have a losing record against any team in the nfl in wow. his entire career. Wow. I think the worst was was someone in the AFC, and it was like 2-2. Two and two. Yeah. But no, he <laughs> has at least a 500 record against every single team in his career, which is ridiculous. He's just he's just great. Yeah. I, I Honestly, I, I think the longer he played, the more I respected him, uh, and the mm-hmm. more I was impressed. Here's someone who I've always loved, always respected, and is making his argument for being the GOAT in basketball is yeah. LeBron James. He's currently... 89 points off. In fact, less than that now because no. he's currently playing the Pacers as we speak. Yep. He is chasing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's all-time NBA scoring record of 38,387 points. LeBron, for his career, averages about 27 points. So on that pace, he's going to break the record in four games. Yep. That is slated to be Feb 9 at home. That's good. Which is the dream for the yep. Lakers versus the Bucks. So mark your calendars, everyone. Big game, too, regardless. Yeah. I'm hoping personally that our beloved Warriors will get to host the game two days later. That'd if be he doesn't special. make it happen then, that yeah. he does it one of the two. Because I think against a good opponent in a beautifully crafted arena with the best fans in basketball, <laughs> you know, objectively. I love it. No bias spot. No bias. No bias spot. No bias. Yeah. So we'll keep a LeBron watch. Yeah. But let's go into something that I really want to dig into okay. with you, Coda. Is we got some major. Coaching moves. Lots have happened since the last podcast. Like, they Lots must have, have just thought, hey, Ben and Coda got the QB carousel out of the way. Let's give them something to talk let's about. Give them a coaching coach. carousel. Yeah. So thanks, guys. Thank you. Let's let's hit them with what happened here. I know it's been a lot of me talking, but I am going to interview you here in a second, okay. Coda. So the Jets made the worst decision, so we're actually going to leave them for last. Yep. The Panthers hired Frank Reich as their head coach, right? Former okay. Colts yep. coach. The Texans took D'Amico Ryans from the Niners, who was their defensive coordinator, made him their head coach. Yep. The Cowboys retained Dan Quinn as their defensive coach, but the coordinator, but they lost Kellen Moore. Yes, they lost oh, yes. Kellen Moore to your Chargers as the offensive yep. coordinator. And then Jim Harbaugh said no to the Broncos. Sean Payton said yes to the Broncos. And also the Jets hired Nathaniel effing Hackett. Yeah, I don't which, know about that. He is the failed Broncos coach, and guys, that's all we're going to say is great job, Jets. Great job. Good luck with that. Stay in the Jets. Coda. Yeah. Favorite hire from the past week? Biasly. This is a setup. 
I, I mean, biasly, I have to say, I think Kellen Moore to the Chargers is an absolute home run hire. Yeah. Like, was not even on the radar at all. Um, and for the first few weeks of this whole search, it was the like the coaching candidates, the review, like none of it. I didn't he, even he was, see his name. Yeah, he he wasn't on anything, and you know some of that could have been doing that he's you know in the playoffs with Oregon, but it's like. What a freaking great hire. Yeah. Um, you look at what he did with the Cowboys offense. Consist I mean, I think over his career, the four years, I think total, I think their lowest offensive ranking outside of like rushing yards was like third right. in all categories. Right. I mean, ridiculous. And honestly, if you look at who he was doing it with, no offense to Dak Prescott, I think most people would object objectively say Justin Herbert is a much more talented, skilled quarterback than Dak Prescott. Yeah, duh. I mean, Kellen Moore had <laughs> Cooper Rush. Like, we were debating whether Cooper Rush should be a starting quarterback. Yeah. That's insane. That is a tribute. I Yeah, Absolutely. I love a young offensive coordinator, someone who's played in Boise State, Dallas, like big, high-octane offenses. He knows what he's doing. He's a quarterback dude. Yeah. I'm stoked about it. I think it's going to be great. Um... Outside of that, I, I do like the Texans. It, it's it's a hard one for me because you know how I feel about defensive coaches, yeah. especially Biasley right now. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I saw a statistic with the like 14 playoff teams. I think like 11 of the head coaches were offensive. Yeah. Minded. Absolutely. So like there is this thing that like it feels like defensive head coaches don't really work out. Yeah. Which is a little nerve-wracking, but I think he's great. And I think he did, obviously, great things in San Francisco. So, it'll be an interesting. But, I'd say Kellen Moore is my 1A favorite hire than uh, Itamarco. Kind of 1B. D'Amico. D'Amico, my Yeah, mind. no, it's okay. It's alright. It's a fun name. Um, I, I like D'Amico yeah. a lot, too. I think that that's... A, honestly, I'm just astonished that... Besides the fact that he played for the Texans, that he mm-hmm. would return to the Texans as a coach. But, I hope he turns around. Yeah. Um, biggest head scratcher. Is that a no-brainer, too? It's a no-brainer. Let me ask you, what's your biggest head scratcher? I assume it's the same as mine. effing hat <laughs> should have yeah. a job in the NFL, and that's, like, carrying the jockstrap yeah. of, like, you know, the quarterback on the yeah. Broncos or the Jets. The dude doesn't know how to play football. No, it's... not how to coach it's football. It's ridiculous. I'm not sure that he is a football coach. Maybe he just, like, yeah. bribed someone... This is very disrespectful. Yeah. Now we're going to move on. If I could put one coach back where he was, and my name was Coda, what would I do? I would have to go D'Amico. Okay. Because I already said I do like the Texans hiring him, mm-hmm. because I like a young guy. I'm not huge into defensive head coaches, but I really like what he does, and he's obviously very talented. Yeah. I don't know if the Texans are necessarily like the enticing choice if I want to take a head coaching job. It's a great rebuilding job. Yeah. But my assumption would be next year we're going to have just as many openings. Yeah. I don't know if making the jump to Houston is a smart move when you're in a great organization with a great defense. So I think that would probably be the one thing where Vaz D'Amico, I maybe think about that a little longer, but also he has Texans ties. So I think there's some heart pull there too, but... My assumption would be a better job would be available in at least a year or two. Mm. Yeah. Mm. D'Amico, I hope you listen to this and change your mind. But anyway, <laughs> lastly, if you could fire somebody yep. who just got hired in one of these spots or another position and replace them with somebody else, this is basically like playing God yeah. in the coaching carousel, what would you choose? Well, 
I would say, and and this is no slight to your Denver Broncos. Okay. No slight to your Denver Broncos. I love Sean Payton. You know how much I wanted him with the Chargers. Yeah. I don't know how smart this move was. You're being so kind. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at just like how much they've given up yeah. for Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, I mean, they have completely gone all in. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would have made that decision as an owner or a GM. Um, I think I would have rather brought in someone maybe cheaper, mm. like a D'Amico. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, even Frank Reich, I don't want to, don't think would have been a terrible option. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably what I would say. Although I really hope it works out, minus them playing the Chargers those two times a year. Hey, that's cool. Um, that's I cool. just yeah, I don't know if I would have given up as much as I gave up. No offense. Yeah, that's fine. For Russell Wilson, Sean Payton, who haven't been to a Super Bowl in several years. Yeah, right. Have the experience. And obviously, I was all in, you know, on Sean Payton after that horrific night at 33 taps, watching the Chargers give up a 27 nothing lead. Mm-hmm. But I think I would have liked to maybe see with them go with someone younger. Mm. And a little more, a little cheaper, a little less giving away for it. I think that's that's what I go with. Yeah, no, I love that. And of course, my answer is I would fire Ron Rivera and I'd give them Sean Payton over in Washington because that's my other team. And yep. frank, frankly, we need to move on. Go to take us. Take us. Well, this has uh, been a segment I've not been wanting to talk about for oh, the past yes. couple of weeks. Um, this is our <laughs> famous Manuka the Misses and Me. This is where uh, Ben and I predict the biggest weekly games, which has been the playoffs, so have been the playoff games. Manuka, the most beautiful dog in Los Angeles, and our wives, Annie and Shannon. Um, it's been a rough go for me the last couple weeks. It's been a really rough go. I'm just going to get it out of the way. Yeah. I was 0-2 this week. Um, one sit. of them I feel a little Let cheated. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, Mr. Brock Purdy, which also... Marco's out of Brock Purdy. Yeah. That is a that's a bummer story. Not um, to just go out in the game, but to have a ridiculous several like, months serious energy. elbow injury. Ugh. I mean, honestly, that puts his whole future in jeopardy. Definitely. We were looking like this dude came out of nowhere. Now he's gonna be a starter, and it sounds like it's dude, his Tommy John. Like, yeah, oof. yeah. Um, so just want to say, hard out to Brock Purdy. That's mm-hmm. a bummer. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel a little cheated out of that loss. I don't think that was necessarily a level playing field. <laughs> um, but yeah, I did go with the 49ers and the Bengals. Um, so I was 0-2. Uh, my beautiful wife, Annie, continues to absolutely destroy all of us. Goodness. She picked both the Chiefs and the Eagles. She knew Brock Purdy was going down. Yeah. And she trusted an experienced Super Bowl, experienced team at home, which honestly made sense. I don't know why I didn't do that. Ben and Shannon both one and one. Who did you go with, Ben? Did you guys have the same picks? Uh, no, we reversed them actually. Okay. So Shannon had the Chiefs and the Niners, and I had the Bengals and the Eagles. So okay. I was pretty bummed that Burrow and Gang just didn't. I think they forgot that offensive lines block. Like yeah, that's right. like their primary function, not yeah. just like you know hand someone a dollar bill as they pass you to yeah, right. murder your best friend. It was absolutely horrific. Yeah, I was dumbfounded by it. Uh, but the Eagles game what? was a, was a bloodbath in, yeah. in a way that it really it was have it was been. very um yeah and, and for anyone that didn't watch the Eagles lit up the Niners thirty one to seven um, a week after lighting up the Giants um, and I don't know which win is more impressive to me I think the Giants is a little more impressive because yeah. Um, yeah it was a bit of a dud it was it was kind of hard to watch because yeah. it was just like. You were literally watching a team that could not throw a pass. Yeah. Like, 
they, they had no chance in that game. I would have loved to see that game with a healthy team yeah. playing. Uh, but I also think the Eagles would have taken it. Regardless, I think Brock Purdy isn't worth 24 points. Yeah. Um, so I think the right team won. But it, yeah, it was it was kind of a... You know, a bit of a bummer to watch, and then we had the Chiefs and Bengals, which was one of the better playoff games. That probably was the whole fascinating. Probably outside of RIP, the Chargers Jags comeback win. This probably has to be the best game of the playoffs. Yeah. It was a fantastic game. We were texting all through that. No, absolutely, and I, I feel like both teams left their heart out in the field. Um, the The line from the week was: Is Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback and the second best quarterback? Uh, with two legs and one leg, because yeah. ultimately he did beat Joe Burrow on one leg. Well, he, he was looked playing with, heroic. Like, I think the top three wide receivers were out. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. I mean, I think, yeah. honestly, the next call for both quarterback at the Niners and for starting receiver was us. I mean, yeah. frankly, at this point. <laughs> it was like Brock Purdy, Josh Johnson, and then they're going to just call Coda, right? Well, like, with how, with how good Mahomes plays, on? we probably could have gotten a reception. I think we Fred could have gotten at least a couple yards. He would have done one of those, like, pump fake and then, like, under just the hand shuttle. Just shovel it to us. Yeah, we would have gotten they lit up. They yeah. would have, yeah, eaten our lunch. But, yeah, I, I'd like to ask you, too. Um, it's... It's hard to do analysis on the Eagles game just because it, it didn't really feel like an equal equal game there. Yeah. What did you feel watching Patrick Holmes do what he did versus, and I don't have any problem with Joe Burrow, I feel like Joe Burrow did not play a great game. Yeah. Um, what were your kind of thoughts watching those two quarterbacks play? I think, honestly, um, it's, it's the difference between, um, like, just raw talent and, mm-hmm. like, athleticism versus, mm-hmm. like, you're a great football player, a great quarterback. Like, I feel like, ultimately, Burrow met his match in a really good Chiefs defense with a great yeah. home advantage that I think stepped up. And I think, like, he made a lot of good moves. Yeah. I think Mahomes, with being that those things as well, but then taking the edge of, like, I can just you know, be falling down and just whip this ball right in the middle of the end zone. Like, yeah. you just... It, I think just I texted you after, crazy. like, yeah. the second touchdown throw or something, and it was just like, I cannot believe I just saw that. Everyone was texting me. Yeah. Like, that's inhuman. It know? is ridiculous. And I think that's where, you know, I, to transition a little bit, I think as we look at the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. how do you bet against this man? Um, I'll say this on record. The only reason I'm betting against him is because I'm trying to tie your wife... <laughs> And I'm banking yeah. on her going 0-1, me going 1-1, yeah. and be, being tied at 8-5. and <laughs> Do I think the Eagles are actually going to win? I got no freaking clue. Yeah. Because Pat Mahomes is not someone you bet against. No. I, I completely agree. But Hassan Reddick and them, like, it was it was just unbelievable what they yeah. did to the 49ers O-line. No, dude. Yeah. Like, I, I keep wanting to be like, the Eagles aren't for real. And that's been yeah. the whole thing all season. Everyone's right. like... They didn't play anyone in a week schedule. Right. But then they just continue to do what they do. And they're not just winning games. They're dominating teams. And 100%. I feel like that's that's the thing you have to look for. I don't care if someone has a weak schedule. If you're dominating teams, you're doing what you should do against a lesser talented team. Yeah. Like, it happens a lot in college football. Like, we'll have, you know, the preseason and maybe a team gets by beating these FCS schools by two or three points. And then another team gets by beating them by like 40 or 50 points. Objectively, that team is obviously good, mm-hmm. whether who they're playing or not. And I think I have to start respecting the Eagles at this point. 
It's it's there's they kind very, of exposed the Niners a little bit, and I think really if I was a betting man, I'd say either I think they're actually going to wreck the yep. Chiefs, or I think that the Chiefs will win. I don't I don't yeah. see a back and forth. I feel like either it's going to be very clear mm-hmm. um, that like no Mahomes and gang they're getting this done, or mm-hmm. it'll be an Eagles bloodbath again where it's like no 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 you are just not on our level. Yeah, that's what I think. Do you feel similar? Yeah, I, I agree, and that's a great transition because I, I want to talk about some of these picks and yeah. kind of my feelings going into the game. I feel the same exact way. Okay. I don't see this being a Chiefs Bengals type of game. Yeah, right. Um, I would love it to, and even before the podcast, we were talking. It feels like the Super Bowl tends to end up kind of being a bit of a dud. Yeah. Even when you have a good a good Super Bowl like yeah, last year, yeah. it wasn't really that great of a game. Like you kind of no. go watch, watch the highlights and it's like the score was close, but it was it was an okay game. Right. Um I think the Chiefs take it personally. Yeah. Cuz I just feel at this point it's stupid to bet against the Chiefs. And I even told you that I texted you before the Bengals game. I said I picked the Bengals, but the Chiefs are going to win. Like why did I pick the Bengals? Um and yeah, I don't think it'll necessarily be close. It won't be a blowout, but yeah. I'm I'm looking at a 30-21 type game, something okay. like that. Um, do you have any score predictions hanging into this game? I'm gonna I mean I'm gonna have to make one. I'm gonna go crazy and say 34-17 Eagles because Ooh. again I want it to be. You really want to get that tie? Yeah. I want it to be decisive. I really want to tie yeah. Annie. Um, and this has absolutely nothing in in common with the line, which is favored by two. Two the Eagles yeah. are technically. I'm, favored. I'm really interested, honestly. I I'm kind of like, I saw someone tweeting about this after the Bengals game too. The Chiefs are being as good as they've been for so long. Yeah. Do seem to begin this odd bit of disrespect. It's <laughs> yeah. very strange to me. Um, the line really shook me when I saw that. I was very surprised. I think Kelsey kind of broke this week. Travis Kelsey, the tight end for the Chiefs. When, yep. when he was on national television, and he just looks them all in the eyes and says, Burrow had my ass. And I'm uh, like... Yeah. He, he called out the like, mayor, too. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't seem like a guy. Well, he's from Cincinnati. Yeah. That's what was so interesting to me. Is it was definitely personal. Very personal. But think about, uh, they were talking about Donna Kelsey this week, right? Mm-hmm. Donna Kelsey, the mom of Travis yeah. and Jason Kelsey, who are on opposite teams in a Super opposite Bowl. Teams. Got that I classic split jersey yeah. going. But here they were even calling like the Andy Reid Bowl. Yes. I love it. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. Andy Reid, Chiefs coach, formerly Eagles yeah. coach. Oh, Probably the a lot you know, most famous Eagles coach of all time. Yeah, it, yeah. great storylines going into it. Um, I want to mention Annie is probably going to be right. Um, she's picked the Chiefs. Shannon has gone with you, Ben. Picked the Eagles. We have like spouse going against <laughs> each other because both Annie and I are uh, Chiefs. You and Shannon are Eagles. We got Manuka with the Chiefs. Manuka's rolling with me and Annie this week. You know, I think that she's feeling a little defiant. I think she is. She she really she's she's upset about and, how this has gone for her. And probably trusts her yeah. fellow girl too. Sees all the success <laughs> Annie's had and says, "Screw you, Dad." Yeah. Like, what are you? What have you done for me lately? You know, which is totally fair. Yeah. Totally fair. Well, I'm very curious to see how it's going to end up. I do want to let us move on to a very special segment that you're gonna. <laughs> Let us know what's going on. This has been something that we've been planning for a while, and it's been amazing to see it come to fruition. So it takes the boyfriend. Guys, this is a, a true journey uh, for me. Uh, it's a passion. This is something that L.A. has brought out of me, and this is the, the journey for, for, uh, for crowning a hot man. Truly in the NFL. beautiful man. A hot, beautiful, handsome man, guys. Yeah. 
We call this segment Game of Broses, which is mm. a tribute to our favorite podcast about the hit reality show, The Bachelor slash yep. The Bachelorette slash Bachelor in Paradise. Um, this is a different kind of QB game. Uh, we're going to talk about who's hot and who's not. We brought in some of our our best experts. Yep. Uh, sex parts is the, is the word that came to mind. <laughs> that's great. That's that's truly um, where I wanted that to go. Here's what I wanted to set the scene for you. I did a little bit of research because um, as a cis straight male, um, yep. I'm not someone who often looks at men in a in a sexual way. Agreed. Right. Yeah. However, I am also someone that has been gifted with eyes that do. I'm see. observant. Yeah. And so I wanted to just highlight what is it that friends who find males attractive are looking for okay, okay. um often uh, with a face we're looking for perfect symmetry you'll notice that one of our experts really does um pick up on this and, yeah. and really highlights this in someone um women on average uh, reportedly tend to be more attracted to men who have relatively narrow waists a v-shaped torso and broad shoulders and i basically was like you mean an nfl quarterback yeah perfect this is exactly what we're perfect going for physique. Bigger eyes, a narrow nose, higher cheekbones, fuller lips, and an overly proportionate face. This is an NFL quarterback. And then the most scientific, the traits of an attractive man, facial hair, sincerity. I'm like, that's not physical, but whatever. <laughs> Apparently you can see that in the face. Ability to tell a good story, also not scientific. No. But, but hard, to, hard to... Hard to beat. Hard to beat. Yeah. Body hair and signs... Of physical activity, according hey, to Hey, I'm just going to say, it sounds like all things that you and me both have. Yeah, I will yeah. say... You guys can't see it on the I podcast, didn't write but, this for us, but yeah. gosh, this is humbling. It is think. humbling, yeah. Are we attractive? Anyway, <laughs> and then here's the weird ones uh, that I, I would just call them weird. Uh, here's three of them. A stony profile. You know, women love stony that bad profile, boy. profile, okay. That, that, like, I'm not going to smile at you. You'll see that really play in here. I think these okay. are helpful pieces for Very. us. A strong jawline. There's one quarterback that really comes to mind who I think is super hot. Yep. He's got a hell of a jawline. Okay. And lastly, an ode to Drew Brees, former NFL quarterback for the Saints. Uh, a facial scar. Yeah. Oddly attractive. Yeah, it shows you've been through some things. You know, I love that. You're a tough it's guy. That you can handle the ups and downs of love. Yeah. You're safe, yeah. right? Or maybe you're not safe and you <laughs> attract danger. But maybe they're into that too. Maybe. So, Coda, who are we going to learn from first? Our just truly amazing friend. Mm. Maybe more than a friend, a brother. Someone said. I think that's very accurate. Jake Kademi. He's a. Uh, just a beautiful man as well. He's he's a great looking I was saying, guy. He could look in the mirror and he'd find out what an attractive man a was. Symmetrical, symmetrical, sim symmetrical. <laughs> symmetrical, I believe is what you're going. Symmetrical, <laughs> a yeah. symmetrical yeah. face. Um, so he felt like someone that would give great insight on this as a beautiful man himself. Um, so we're gonna go right into this. This is our friend Jake Kademi. Ben and Coda, fourth quarter podcast. It is your boy, fellow man and raider of other men's faces and physiques, it's Jake here. I uh, just want to thank you for the opportunity to get to partake in such a uh, sophisticated and important discussion. I have taken my bracket and worked my way to the semifinals. The NFC West North champion versus the NFC Southeast champion and the AFC 
Northwest champion and the AFC Southeast champion. Here's who I have in semifinal number one. Representing the NFC Northwest, I have Jimmy G. And representing the NFC Southeast, I got Jalen Hurts. In the AFC Northwest, I have Joe Burrow. And from the AFC Southeast, I got two a T. Now, I want to make a quick observation before I jump into who won each round. I really did my best to not just rely on uh, winner and runner-up as a form of uh, influence in who I chose uh, going into the semifinal. But I can say that every one of my competitors in the semifinal were my top seeds, were my winners of their division. Um, I think that's a testament to, um, I don't know, I got to good taste, I guess. Okay, semifinal one, Jimmy G against Jalen Hurts. I think I went with an unpopular opinion. I think that the the internet consensus is that Jimmy G is the hunk, and he is. He is. But there's something about Jalen Hurts that just does something to me. So I went with Jalen Hurts to win the NFC. And for the semifinal two AFC championship, I went with Joe Burrow, former Super Bowl quarterback competitor. And for the AFC championship between Tua T and Joe B., I went with Joe B. I went with Swaggy Joe Burrow. So for my championship, AFC, NFC, I got Joe Burrow representing the AFC and Jalen Hurts representing the NFC. Now, I'm going to break down for you what I'm currently looking at right now. I got two screenshots that were sent to me by Ben. Man, Jalen Hurts has got some beautiful teeth. He's got some beautiful teeth. A very symmetrical-looking face. I don't know if it's just this picture or if it's the angle, or if this is just true to life. But I feel like if you drew a line right down the middle, left and right, indiscernible. Now, Joe's got a little bit of inconsistency. You know, his hair kind of waves in a certain way that, you know, that lacks a little symmetry. Um, He's got a youthfulness in his face that's not, that doesn't take away from his hotness necessarily. But as I was called when I was in uh, middle school, high school, (coughs) college, and now, uh, cute. He's got a cuteness to him. He's kind of like a, a little bit of a baby face. He's got the cute blue eyes. Uh, a couple of other observations here. Jalen's got some cool, cool jewelry. He's got the he's got the left ear earring hoop. That's pretty sick. And he's got a little chain. And Joe, Joe, Joe's, Joe's. See, Joe's not smiling here, and I think that that's influencing me a little bit because I'm a sucker for a good smile, for a nice smile. And Joe, Joe is with his eyes. He's saying. Lean in a little closer. But Jalen is saying, what you see is what you get, right? And for me, when I'm thinking about what what do I find hot, there's, there's something hot about security. There's something hot about no BS. And I'm feeling a little bit of BS from Joe. I look at other videos, and man, he's got some swagger. He's confident. So is Jalen. Right, but Joe's kind of a meme, right, online for his his confidence. <sighs> I'm gonna go with my gut here. It's Jalen Hurts. I think Jalen Hurts is the hottest quarterback in the NFL. Now I will say, for consolation, just to be clear, I had Jalen and Jimmy G up against each other, and that was unfair. Because those two easily, in my opinion, are the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL. But, you know, that's how that's how it goes. Sometimes the best two teams are, are in one conference and you know, that's how the cookie crumbles. So, anyways, thanks for listening to me. Uh, I think get to know myself a little bit better in all of this. All right. Godspeed. <laughs> it's 
That's this a lot to take in. That's a lot of really good riveting. insights. Very riveting. riveting. I mean, um, scientific. Yeah, extremely yeah. scientific. Uh, what are some of your thoughts on that? I noticed that he he took Stony profile and applied it to Joe uh, in a bit of a negative way. Yeah, and, which and could again, be the male. Apparently, this again, is a scientific as a straight thing. male. Yeah. I think maybe this is where uh, it, the psychology gets involved a little bit. Yeah, but you know, um, I think Hertz is a strong pick. Yeah, nothing wrong with that pick. I think both you and I had Jimmy G versus Hertz in our NFC Final yep. Four or Championship yep. game, and. Um, yeah, I went Garoppolo, y'all went Hurts. Yeah. We don't want to give away too much yeah. of yours yet. But. Well, yeah, it's a little preview. Um, that was beautiful, Jake. And we plan on having Jake back for more. Yeah. Uh, maybe more sports talk. Yeah. But this is also equally as important. He's a well-rounded man. Well-rounded taste. man. Um, so now we are going to pivot to my beautiful wife, Annie. And here's what she had to say. Do I go? Uh, yeah, do you want me to like start it? Yeah, you can you can introduce me. Okay. Hello, fourth quarter podcast. This is Coda at home with my wife Annie, and she is going to rank. Not really rank. We're doing a bit of a playoff between just who we think the hottest or who Annie thinks the hottest quarterback is. She's picked two representatives from the AFC and the NFC. It was very hard. Um, I want to say all God's children and. Everyone is sexy in their own ways. Um, and this is a personal preference and everyone's beautiful, but also these people are rich. So I think they can handle me saying some negative things. Um, okay. So which ones are? Well, what? to set you up first from the NFC. Okay. She's picked. Do you remember the names? Or do you want me to say the names? No, I don't remember which one the NFC is. These two are the NFC. Oh, okay. Can I talk about this? Absolutely. So this was really hard for me because there were some really, uh, attractive looking men in this group who was the guy with the great nose the, the that third... was jimmy g jimmy g is jimmy, awesome. G, G? jimmy garoppolo yeah jimmy garoppolo was he was hard to knock out but at the end of the day i just found him too pretty it was overwhelming the nfc um, definitely has a lot of pretty pretty guys yeah. yeah it was overwhelming i think i would not feel comfortable talking to him and looking in his eyes um anyway so i ended up with baker mayfield ah I love the little tooth gap, honestly. I think it's cute and it shows imperfection. And I I don't know, he works it well. And then of course, Jalen Hurts. I don't like to be someone that like goes with the status quo. Um, it's a very annoying quality I have, but like honestly though, that man is that man is a good looking man. He's um he is really beautiful. Uh and he's a, a kind smile, honestly. Uh, is that his wife? Uh, wife or girlfriend? Yeah, girlfriend. Oh, good for taken. her. Good for her. Okay, AFC. There were some good-looking men in this group, but one looks just like my cousin. So I was like, I cannot do that. Um, and then uh, Trevor Lawrence. He is honestly a good-looking guy, but again, just kind of felt a little young for me. Yeah. Um, and then objectively, honestly, actually, I, I so I have Justin Herbert and oh Derek Carr. Coda said this was a wild car, but card but you guys are sleeping on this man he has really kind eyes um justin herbert here's my thoughts here actually i might think that trevor lawrence is more no there was another guy that i thought was more that wasn't that was going back against oh he had, um, he had long hair too can you pick it can you pick it i think can you pick it actually might be more attractive in my eyes but okay. justin herbert i just love his vibe man he seems like a kind guy and one time i met someone who met someone who knew him 
and they said he was kind. So that's that's a good quality. Yeah. Um. It's I don't know. It's just he seems like you, he would have a fun conversation, or you just feel safe around him. Yeah. Um. And yeah, Codus was once told he looked like him. Yeah. Um. Derek Carr. Oh, he's just like you guys are sleeping on this man. He has really really kind eyes. Um. And he just looks, sorry, our cat is using a litter box and it is really loud. Anyway, um, he just looks like someone. <laughs> Toby. <laughs> Toby, you have to. Okay. Um, I don't know how to explain it. I just think he looks like you could see him in a Taylor Swift music video in the yeah. early 2000s. Yeah. Um, And maybe that's just something that's comforting to me. Who do you think should move on to the finals between Derek Carr and Justin Herbert? Justin Herbert, easy. All right, so you got Justin Herbert, the AFC representative in the finals. Okay. Moving to the NFC, you've set these up. Who do you think should face Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts or Baker Mayfield? Uh, This is tough. They're both good-looking guys. I like the Baker Mayfield pick. That's kind of a bit of a wild card, too. I don't know. He just – Jalen Hurts looks – this could be so – I could be so off. He looks really predictable. Like, I think Mm. he just seems like someone – that I feel like I'd know how the conversation would go. Wow. Derek that Baker. Baker Mayfield. I don't, he seems like, I mean, he's wearing a headband in this photo. He just seems kind of like, you don't know what you're going to get. Yeah. yeah. So actually I'm going to pick Baker Mayfield. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Like this is a great photo of him. You guys can't see it, but it's a really great photo of him. Um, jaw lines. Nice. Yeah. Baker Mayfield. Look at that. I don't know. He just looks like Pete Davidson vibes, <laughs> okay. but a little bit more, I don't know, structured. Okay. Okay. So there it is. Your final, Annie's final is Baker Mayfield from the NFC and Justin Herbert from the AFC. So who is your quarterback heartthrob, Justin Herbert or Baker Mayfield? And you can take some time on this if you'd like. Baker Mayfield. But wow. That was so cool. <laughs> I just like, I need to see an interview with this man because okay. he just looks fun and exciting and also is a quarterback. I mean, they're all, <laughs> they're all quarterbacks, but he seems to mix. Look at that. Look at that photo. He looks yeah. like he's kind of dancing look a this. bit. This looks a little, he just looks funny. I don't know. Looks like a great time. Look at this photo of him. He's like really getting into it. it I, looks like a great time. Yeah. Guys, no, you guys are sleeping on Baker Mayfield as well. Oh. Who does he play for? Uh, Many teams right now. The Rams. Oh, does he get traded a lot? Yeah. Is he not very he's had, loyal? He's had a, no, he's had a, he's had a hard career. Oh. But he's got the looks to, you know, back up on. I think that's what makes he's, his he's personality. Hearted, yeah. He's been through of, Yeah. 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 I think the facial here, here. That is it, guys. Baker All Mayfield. Right. Well, you heard it here first. Baker. Baker. All right. We are excited to have you back sometime soon. Maybe to talk about something a little more pressing and important but this is also an important like conversation the chiefs running game yeah the chiefs running game which they don't have much of they need to establish a running game okay <laughs> all right can i just start by saying i'm sorry that it took us five episodes to bring on the great annie thrash like truly <laughs> i know she a legend in her we may life. need to get her on more often people are going to start calling from my head and just having this be your you guys as a couple doing this together so uh let me add some thoughts quickly baker mayfield is honestly quite handsome i really think it's just it's 
Annie just doesn't know what how much of an asshole Baker Mayfield yeah. is, and it's so hard to 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 remove the two from each good. other. Yeah. Similar to how much I have to say, I'm gonna just call out your bias here, guys. Okay. Like right. I know you both had Herbert in your yeah. final. Yep. I love you. I love him. He's not even in the top five most attractive wow. TVs. I'm gonna wow. just put that out there. And let me just say, my champion, yep. Russell Wilson. I just think he was completely looked over by both of you, and I'm a little offended. Well, honestly, I showed him to Annie thinking that she was going to pick him, and she was just like, no. He even stony profiled on her. Very, like, terrifying picture. I mean, like, he doesn't like getting his picture taken, apparently. Apparently. Derek Carr's was awful. That was it's not bad. a good representation. The, he looks the more the like a very boy strange. than that. Yeah. yeah. So I just I also wanted to say um, I think Aaron Rodgers is a relatively handsome man. Unfortunately, he'd have to go through Garoppolo and Hertz yep. to get even to the championship game. Yeah, um, and then Kenny Pickett getting some love I think was yeah. good too. I want to let you speak a little on yours though because you you featured a lot of these. Yeah, people. so I kept it a little simple on my end. I really wanted to give Annie a chance to have a lot of you know a lot to say here, and she clearly did have a lot to say. Um, so I just went with my two guys from the NFC, Jimmy G, not his actual last name, Garoppolo, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jalen Hurts. Um, this was hard because Jimmy G is truly a stunning individual. Not even just a man, just human. Like, like Greek goddess. It's almost, in, it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like Annie said, it is a little intimidating. That was spot on. Yeah. Um, which did feed into my decision. I think I would be too terrified to really look Jimmy in the eyes yeah. and tell him that he's beautiful. Right. So I went with Jalen. Uh, so Jalen's going to represent the NFC in my championship. Mm -hmm. Then I went with my boy Justin Herbert, which I don't know if you've really taken the time to look at his arms. It's in the arms for me. Ooh. You look at some pictures of him throwing, mm. it's... The arms are yeah. out of this world. They look like they're the size of my torso. Yeah. They're, they're pretty nuts. I like arms. I'll yeah, arms that. are great. Yeah, that's and good. We, we really narrowed this just to faces and facial <laughs> yeah. symmetry. This is a little There's too There's more simplistic. to a body. That's about 10% of the body when you well, think so, about it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I went with a bit of a wild card. I went with Kenny Pickett. I was just looking at pictures of him today, and I was like, that's a good-looking guy. He is. He's a good-looking guy, yeah. and he gives me that kind of rough edge to yeah. him like yeah. he's a, he seems a little gritty to steel me steel city you know, yeah it was really guy. the battle of the blonde flows in oh. the afc for me really because trevor lawrence was a guy i thought about too so yeah afc has the flows down which is really cracking me up because what am i looking at right a blonde now? flow ah, you know maybe i'm trying the to eye yeah. Of the beholder. yeah maybe the beholder <laughs> is a little too blonde flow. maybe i have to throw myself into here as well no um all these men are very very beautiful uh i went with herbert um, maybe it's a bit of a homer pick, but I've been looking at that guy for several years, so mm. I feel like I know his face like the back of my hand. But I wasn't a homer for my championship. I had to go with my guy Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I'm going with Jake on this one. He's just a gorgeous man. Yeah. Um, truly, Jake mentioned, not symmetrical, how symmetrical his yes. face is. You know and I that. did that. I looked up a picture, I put my hand in the middle, and I was like, this is insane. It's <laughs> You could, like, reverse flip these... Like, you could reverse his left side of the face, flip them, and it'd look like the same person. Um, so just a beautiful specimen. As Annie said, they're all beautiful in their own way. Yeah. Um, but truly, I think Jalen Hurts has just got the looks. Yeah. He's got the looks. Ben, ben where were you at? 
I just I want to just wrap by saying I think this is a special celebration of of something that's not as appreciated about these quarterbacks. I think sometimes being a leader is is inspiring in more ways than just your words or even your yeah. talent. I think sometimes you got to just look like a leader. Yeah. And and I really think that we maybe are as saturated as ever with just I would agree. beautiful uh handsome and I think just strong looking men. So, I would agree. Uh, this tribute, you know, I think we'd, we'd be handing out a lot of roses as if this was the popular game show. Uh, it's been a privilege. Coda, man, thank you. Oh, thank you. So that was episode five of the fourth quarter podcast. I almost said the fifth quarter podcast, which I thought was going to be the name for a while. So yeah, that's yeah. fourth quarter podcast. Thank you for being in here. Uh, moving forward, now the info playoffs are about to end going to be a good Super Bowl. We're going to start transitioning to a little more basketball. It's going to be some NBA. March Madness is coming up. It's going to be a good time. We're also going to next week look at some betting going mm. into the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll have some special games there. But, yeah, lots to look forward to. Ben, have a great week. You too, Coda, and uh, good luck catching me in Pick'em. 10-7, Ben, 9-8, Coda. Great way to leave it. Winning. <laughs> See you guys next week. <laughs>